Welcome to Hashtag No Filter Healthcare Podcast. This is where reality meets medicine, raw, unscripted, and uncensored. Co-hosted by healthcare aficionados, Taylor Dunn and Tamara Donda. Ready to deep dive into the heart of healthcare? No filter, just facts. Let's get started. Welcome to Hashtag No Filter Healthcare. I'm your co-host, Taylor Dunn. And I'm your other co-host, Tamara Donda. And today we're going to be talking about the change management and the introduction of change management into a practice. Well, this is like a, a hot topic always. I don't think this ever goes away. Um, this is something that um, I hear about anytime I talk to um, a healthcare professional that is in a leadership role that has to adopt new technologies or, you know, anything that's going to provide any sort of change within their organization. This is always a topic. It's always a concern. And especially for a company like Uptime Health, where, you know, we're a software company, there is going to be change implemented. That's the whole point of our platform is to bring in something that is going to positively impact the organization and change some of their the way they're doing things so that they can be more efficient in their day-to-day um, activities, as well as provide, you know, data and information back to the leadership team so that they can make better business decisions. So there's, you know, this is always going to exist. And so I thought that it'd be cool if we could kind of talk about how a company like Uptime Health can, um, can eliminate some of the fears that, that are, that come along with change management. Yeah. And I think it's just the, the way that, especially when you're a technology company, how you kind of have to consistently change and not just provide change to another company, but also internal changes as well to make sure that you're consistently, you know, innovating in the space. And so, you know, I think there is something to say about just being open um, to change in both sides is like the key to success. I think that founders, especially that stay stagnant, um, are the founders that aren't as successful as the ones that are open, you know, to changing new things, new processes, new software, new tools, anything, um, you know, to help organize or restructure their company. I mean, it happens all the time. And I think, you know, really Janesh is a testament to this because um, him and Bill are just innovators. I mean, mm-hmm. these guys are constantly even, mm-hmm. and and look, think about it. I mean, these guys are founders of companies and I have conversations directly with Janesh and Bill that are like, they're asking me, Hey, like, what have you seen? Have you seen some new things? Like what's going on? Like what new technology should we be aware of? I mean, they're constantly looking at even just other vendors as well. Um, to make sure that A, our product is solving the need of the customer, right? But also B, you know, how can we, you know, do better internally? And so, you know, I think there there is just something to say about just openness mm-hmm. on this whole concept, just being open and not close the door um, on any opportunity that's out there. Well, I think we should highlight some of the fears, you know, like, you know, oh God. a lot of, well, I mean, well, let's <laughs> talk about it. I mean, it's it's going to be talked about anyway. Um, if it's behind closed doors or if it's to your management that is implementing something, it's talked about. So, you know, the first thing that comes to mind about any sort of new service, product, anything, or even bringing in new people like a consultant, which we've talked about before, you know, those are all changes <laughs> that come in and are scary. Um, and the first thing is people think about 
at least from my, you know, what I've experienced is um, that, you know, they're going to lose some sort of responsibility or some aspect of their job, or they're going to get, they're going to be eliminated completely. Like there's always that fear that when you bring in something that's going to make things easier, that you will be eliminated or your responsibilities will change. And, and I, you know, sometimes it can be the reality. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like that doesn't happen, but a majority of the time, there's so many things that you're taking up your day doing that are not efficient and they're just just destroying your time and it's allowing you to um, work longer hours and it's just making you more miserable without even realizing it. And so when you bring in a software or a product or a service that is going to help highlight how you can effectively change to make sure that that's no longer your day to day, you're going to see things change within yourself too. Like you're going to realize like, okay, I did not understand how this automation was going to just blow my mind and make me do my job better where now maybe I'm up for promotion or something because I'm finally using my skill set to the level that it can be used versus before I was so bogged down by those mundane tasks that are now being completed by a software. <laughs> yeah. And at the end of the day, the founder, you know, your, your executives aren't going to say, oh, congratulations to automation platform. No, they're going to say congratulations to Taylor or Tamara who used the platform, who in then made them more efficient, who then turned the company, you know, into a better, you know, well-rounded company. Right. So it, at the end of the day, they're not going to go out and give recognition to the company that's giving you that software. And I think also as Uptime Health, we know that it's not about us, you know, being great at what we do and what we're giving to our customers. It's really not. It's about the team that's implementing this, right? Because at the end of the day, the team becomes more efficient and then they get the recognition. Um, we don't care about the recognition. I, I would say like, it's not about us in our, in our tool. It's about giving this, you know, tool and software as an opportunity for the team to be more efficient, to use it in their day to day, um, to again, like further their career paths versus ours. Right. <laughs> so, and so just, you know, we're highlighting uptime health on this one, if you can't tell, because, you know, we pride ourselves in how we handle change management um, and how we implement our software into healthcare organizations, because we see it all the time. And so I, I thought, this is a great opportunity to talk about, you know, what we, what we do internally. Um, but, you know, for example, Uptime Health's task management software, we have so many clients that use that to identify who their star team members are. Like these are the team members that are completing their tasks. They're going above and beyond. They're even recognizing that, you know, certain things aren't happening. And so they're actually using our tool to better identify across all their locations who should actually be up for that promotion or who should be paid more because they are taking on more responsibilities than we even realized. And when you think about it from like a leadership perspective, when you're having to oversee I don't know, 50 locations across multiple states, you're not going to always know what's going to happen in those locations ever. Um, what we're doing with a software like this and others out there, they're giving you the visibility into those locations so that you can understand 
from a high level what's going on and people get they're scared of that too like it cracks me up you're afraid of like you know oh my god now they can see what we're doing well first of all that to me indicates a problem if you if you're afraid of that then you're not doing something that you you should be doing so that's problem number one in my eyes so you got to look at what you're doing and evaluate that and be like you know I got to clean up my own work. <laughs> but secondly, I want people to be able to see into what I'm doing because I do want that recognition. I want people to know that I'm working hard and I'm I'm getting my job done. So I don't see it as a negative. I know other people will disagree with me, but like, see, I, I think there's something behind that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I would say like, I'm just thinking of like another sort of negative pain point to change and this is the one that I commonly see because of course I'm looking at it from a marketing lens. So I'm looking at it from more like high level, you know, just basic communication that's happening right now. The biggest thing is implementation mm -hmm. because a, you know, we're dealing with a lot of staffing issues, staffing shortages across the world. It's in every industry. It's really bad right now. So they're thinking of, okay, so if I implement this new software, am I going to have to train up every single person after that, right? To learn this piece of software, um, depending on how turnover happens, you know, within my practice or, you know, whatever. Um, so I think there is some, something to say about like easeability and like, and I will plug up time into this because there are people that literally do not use anything besides Microsoft Word and can still operate our platform because it's simple in that way. Um, it's dumbed down in order to make things easier and to find things a lot easier. So, you know, I really think that there is something to say about our onboarding team too. And just the fact that we're able to guide them across the process um, and be there and be that helping hand that most software companies just don't have, you know, they're just like, Hey, you plug in your credit card, you use my software and you kind of have to figure it out watching YouTube videos, you know, or, um, they're like, Oh, we have one wiki page, right. With just basic information, um, uh, versus having a team that there's that's there to support you. So I think one of the biggest issues is just the implementation of that change that I think a lot of people are excited about change. They want to have change in their practice, but they're like, Ooh, when it comes down to like bringing it in, how are we going to do this? That sounds really stressful. Like, you know, the whole onboarding process I think is what scares people. Yeah. And thankfully we have kind of figured that out and I shouldn't say kind of, we have figured it out at Uptime Health and we have an amazing onboarding operations team where they just, they've done it so many times that they have it down to an art. It's really an art form at this point. I just like, I look at what they do and how they support our clients. And I'm just in awe because it's, um, they know what you're thinking before you've thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they can address it. But that's really important in change management is being able to rely on the vendor you're working with to help with that support. Because you as the leader who's making that decision to bring in this software needs the support from the vendor. Because if you don't, you're the one doing it on your own. And you're the one saying, okay, this is why we want to do it. it. And part of being the the company that you're going to be working with, we provide actually literature back to you so that you can explain like, these are the benefits. This is how it's going to be implemented. This is the, the process for everything step-by-step step, so that you can kind of eliminate those fears, address their questions head on 
and know that you have a very supportive company that has been through this before and and can effectively manage this. Yeah, and ask people, ask people. I'm I guarantee you like if you go and look at a company's website, you can see some of their clients. Sometimes they display logos or you'll see that they get tagged in things on LinkedIn. Like look at them and ask them. Be like, "Hey, like what's your experience like? You know, I'm looking at implementing the software. I want to know like how easy was it for you? How difficult was it for you?" You know, little things like that because you'll you'll look at you know other pieces of software and they they claim sometimes that they have this you know strong onboarding process that they help you step by step but they don't fulfill that and so i can see it from the consumer side how you know you could be kind of uh, on the fence on like yeah if somebody's talking about onboarding are they really going to onboard me you know what heavy lifting are they going to be doing um ask people because i guarantee you if you ask anyone involved in uptime, you will know every person that's on our operations team. You have heard one of their names before because they are literally involved in every aspect of it. Um, long-term, short-term, as, as much as you need it, as little as you need it. So I think there is something to say about just asking people in your community, asking people that are clients today, because they are going to want, they're, they're, they're going to know, right? They're the ones that are going to know everything that's happening right now because they're using it. So yeah, and I think it's good from a like a client perspective too to you know as we're as you're going through these changes and implementing these new softwares and products recognizing what's working and what's not and being very honest and providing that feedback to the company and saying you know this is something that I really wish we could have done differently or you know can we do this differently is there the, I think that I know my team and I know that this is the better approach and oftentimes they are going to be very receptive to that and be like, thank you for telling me. We will absolutely make that that change um, and go your way because you're right. You do know your team better than we do. And so it's a collaborative process is what I'm trying to get at. Like this is something where change management is, is uh, controlled better when you're working with the vendor hand in hand and understanding needs fully through the process, start to finish, and then beyond. Um, so like, for example, with our, our platform, our onboarding services, yes, we onboard your team, but then we fully support you moving forward. And so that's also really important to re recognize that these vendors, sometimes they do, you know, it's not, not every model is the same, but for Uptime Health specifically, we're there always. We don't go away. <laughs> so we're, you know, it's, it's nice because it's nice to know that you can always rely on someone and, and they can answer your questions. Yeah, absolutely. I think overall though, you know, when it comes down to it, these fears aren't irrational. They are fears that are common that mm -hmm. everyone has, but knowing when to put those fears aside for the better interest of your company and where you want to be is way more valuable on that side of the fence than it is trying to be afraid of everything your your entire career. Because ultimately, just with like AI and how things are coming about, like all the software, and it's like, if you don't jump in, you could get lost in theory, you could get lost. And so it's kind of like, just keep moving, just keep learning, be open, right? Look, I mean, again, it goes back to that same idea even our founders are wanting to learn from the team, right? To know more about what's happening, what they hear and what they see. Um, and then your example too, Taylor, about how, you know, companies are giving feedback on, you know, the certain product. 
I can't tell you how many times this happened to us where we've heard a conversation from another company that says, oh, you know, I wish I had this feature or I wish it did this. And we've changed our platform to support that feature benefit, right? So there are times where we see the overlap and we're like, oh my God, okay, development. <laughs> we're like, we need this feature because X, Y, and Z, right? These people are saying this, we're here, we hear you, we want to you know, provide you a better product or service. So again, like it goes back to that same idea. We are changing internally just as much as we want the other side to do well, right? To be more open and more trusting of other software companies and be open to trying new things. Um, I can't tell you, I say this to my daughter, try new foods. You never know what you're not going to like. She'll tell me straight up. I don't like this food. I don't want to eat broccoli. And I'm like, have you had broccoli before? And she goes, no. Yeah. I'm like, well, you need to try broccoli in order to say no. And then she'll try and she'll be like, you know what? Maybe that's not that bad. Or she'll try it and be like, no, mommy, I don't like that, but that's fine. At least she tried it. Right. And now she's, now we know for fact, right. That she doesn't like it. And then even try it again. You know, even if a software isn't good right now, it just talks about how you know, we're, we're all constantly changing our platform. It's the same goes, right? You may not like broccoli right now, but you may like broccoli down the line. Right. So being open to consistently changing success. Yeah. And it's part of the leadership's team to be able to guide you towards the right solutions. So I think it comes down to trusting your leadership team as well. Um, and that's not always easy, easily done. And I get it. Every company is different not always going to be something you can do, but for the most part, you want to be able to trust your leadership that they're making the right decision for the business and for you as uh, an employee of that team. So, um, you know, during that process, most times, I mean, I don't, I don't think I've ever been in a sales call where these questions aren't asked and the process isn't walked through before they even consider talking about using our platform. It is one of the earliest questions that's asked is how to handle change management and how to implement um, a new software like, like Uptime Health. And it's something that is talked about in depth. And so <laughs> we get it. And guess what? Your leadership team gets it too, because they support you in those conversations and make sure, because they don't want to ruffle feathers. As much as it might seem like they do, they really are looking to try and make it as seamless as pro as possible. So hopefully we're not beating a dead horse here, but you know, it's something that's never going to go away. We get it. We fully support that there is always going to be this fear. Um, but just knowing that there are companies out there like Uptime Health that have found a way to work through it together. That's the key working together. Collaboration. God, I love that mm -hmm. word. I use that word too much. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Um, and thank you to our sponsor who we, you know, highlighted during this entire episode, uh, Uptime Health. And if you'd like to learn more, you can visit uptimehealth.com. Um, and if you have any questions, you can leave a comment below. Thank you. Thank you.